fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. It is The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier. It is a pre-Friday celebration. Thanks for joining us today on the program, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station, all over the country on radio, TV, and live streaming, plus the podcast thereafter as well. Welcome into the show. I have to admit, I am not in the best of moods today. I'm a little bit grumpy, and I'll get to why here in just a minute, although... I, I, I take that back. I'm okay. I'm just... Mm. Maybe it's because we haven't gone to a concert in a really long time. Maybe it's because there's really high taxes. Maybe it's because there are crazy people in the world. I'm not really sure what the reasoning is right now, but we'll maybe figure it out and dissect it as we go along. As we are your political therapist each and every day trying to break down the reasonings of your psyche every single day. we got a heck of a show lined up for you, so welcome in as we are live streaming on all of our social media, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. We are also on the website at whosyourreason.com and welcome in your Millennial General reporting for duty. Hopefully you had a fantastic, outstanding St. Patrick's Day celebration yesterday. I have to admit it was awesome. Now, it's it was a little bit unconventional for me, a little bit different than what I usually do. I usually get to enjoy it as a big celebration, big holiday. Big thing is Donald Trump would say it would be huge. It would be bigly. It's the biggest one that you've ever seen in your entire life. I did not do that last uh, yesterday as I did not get the whole getup because it was in storage still in boxes and I couldn't find it right away. But I have to say we had fun on the program yesterday. I always love talking about the St. Patrick's Day stuff. And then we got home and Mrs. Voice of Reason made the ultimate the ultimate corned beef and cabbage. So it was great. We ended up uh, having the corned beef and cabbage. I had my uh, proper 12 Irish whiskey along with that to sip as we had said corned beef and cabbage. The problem was, was that I was really excited. I was planning on watching Boondock Saints last night. Anybody watch that movie? Fantastic movie. It's great. It's And it's a tradition for me every single year to watch Boondock Saints. I did not get a chance to watch it because Netflix didn't have it. Hulu didn't have it. YouTube didn't have it. And my DVD copy was in a box again somewhere that I was not able to find on short notice. So I was a little upset. And I was trying to figure out what to watch for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, to me, why the heck isn't St. Patrick's Day like Christmas? Where there's like a month long worth of movies, there's like all the music everywhere. You know, we stop like all the music radio stations just play Irish music for like 12 days straight. We have Irish movies on TV like nonstop 24 hours a day for like the whole month of March. Why is this not a thing? Because I could not find half the movies that I wanted to watch. I literally was on my phone typing in Irish movies on Netflix to watch, Irish movies on Hulu to watch, and I could very barely find any. I did not want to watch The Irishman because, I do. number one, I don't want to support Robert De Niro right now. Number two, that's a really long movie, and that would be way too late for me to stay up because I'm an old guy and I like to get, get to bed relatively <laughs> early. But then I remembered that we had Disney+. Plus, and I remembered, does anybody remember that movie, Luck of the Irish, that Disney movie that was on constantly on the Disney Channel? 
Remember that the young kid that was in high school that wore the little charm around his neck, and he was always lucky, and he was the basketball player, and he was the superstar basketball player, and then uh, he went to this Irish festival, whatever it was, and this guy stole it and replaced it, and then he started having all this bad luck, and then they started turning into leprechauns, and come to find out that it was uh, he, he was turning into a leprechaun, he had to try and get his coin back, so he had to make a deal and make a bet with this other leprechaun to challenge it. It was a fun story. I had forgotten all about this movie. Totally forgot about it. Wasn't even on my mind for the last 15 years. I was probably my daughter's age at six or seven or eight or nine when I when the last time it was I saw that movie, when it was on the Disney Channel and it was running constantly. It was great. I loved it. Uh, well, we found that one, and I watched it. And it made me very happy because we got to watch an Irish movie for St. Patrick's Day, but... I really encourage, by the way, it was not as cheesy as what I thought it would be. You know those kids' movies when you thought it was great as a kid and you watch it as an adult and you're just like, oh my gosh, I thought that was cool. Oh my gosh, it's so terrible. Oh man, the dialogue's terrible. All the acting's horrendous. This movie actually was not that. It was actually really good. And I actually encourage individuals now to watch the movie. Not just because it's Irish and it was kind of fun for St. Patrick's Day, but for everybody to watch the movie. Do you remember the storyline of this movie? The reason he found out that he was Irish was because it was Heritage Week at his school, and everybody was trying to bring something special about their heritage to some type of uh, school pep rally, and they talked about their heritage a little bit, and it was about unifying and understanding different people's heritage. Now, today, that would not be allowed, and they probably would not be allowed to make that movie because they tried to talk about inclusivity. In the very beginning, the monologue at the very beginning, the dialogue from the character was like, oh, yeah, uh, about this is our, they even sing at the end of the at the end of the movie. This land is our land. This land is your land um, from California to whatever. I mean, you know, the song. I don't think I messed it up already, but whatever about inclusiveness and everybody from the Asian population to the uh, Irish population to the black population to the Hispanic population. To the Indian population, they all stood up in the in the uh, auditorium and they all started singing Kumbaya and they all started singing this song together and it was great because it was unifying and learning about different people's cultures. Today, that would not be allowed because on the left side of the aisle, that's racist if you try to be inclusive. You have to say, wow, you're white and Irish, you're white privilege as opposed to this person over here and I don't like this country anymore because you're a bunch of jerks. The divisiveness, and that movie was made, by the way, in 2001. 2001. Oh, how long ago was it since we've actually had unity in this country? 20 years. 20 years since we've actually been able to talk about inclusivity and talk about uh, getting together and like the whole separation, division, hatred, bitterness, the the, the picking of the hens was not a thing back then, uh, or at least not nearly as much as what it is right now. So I just thought that was fascinating and interesting. Make sure and go and watch the movie. I kind of enjoyed it. And it was a great Irish movie for St. Patrick's Day. And it was a great way to kind of talk about diversity and inclusivity at a time when we don't get a whole lot of that stuff. All right, moving on, though. We have a lot to get to today. We have Marianne Mendoza, uh, conveniently, as she joins to talk about illegal immigration, the immigration crisis at the border. What the heck's going on down there? We have some illegal immigrant bills going through Congress right now, trying to give amnesty, trying to forgive all these student loans for illegal aliens, for not allowing anybody to be deported. And we'll talk about all that coming up in the show in just a little bit, but I have to admit, I'm not in the best of moods today, and here's why. And I shouldn't have done it. I know I shouldn't have done it, but I did. I commented on a social media post and got into a social media argument. I, I know! I know! I know I'm not supposed to do that. And I've been really in a grumpy mood 
throughout the day as the day has gone along because it, I've I feel bad. And the reason I kept it up, I usually I've not done it a very long time. That was my New Year's resolution that I would not get into social media debates or arguments because it's a waste of time and it's stupid. You're not going to change anybody's minds and it only gives you high blood pressure. Luckily for me, I have a talk show and a platform where I can release that negative energy so I can get it off my chest and then you feel better because you hear someone else ranting about the same thing that you're frustrated about as well. So there is a win-win there. However, I didn't want to get into this discussion with this individual, but I realized that I care more than I should. And not just about social media, but about just the world in general, which is the way we're supposed to be, isn't it? I care about children. And I care about the well-being of children. Call me a jerk for that. I know. I don't really care. I care about the well-being of children. The discussion started with one of the news outlets posting a social media post about some states that are banning the transgender athletes from playing in the women's sports after the uh, Unity Act or whatever it was at the at the Washington, D.C. level, the federal level, and the Inclusion Act or the Unity Act or the uh, Equality Act, the Equality Act, that's what it was, where they said, uh, you know, guys could essentially be in girls' bathrooms and girls' locker rooms and be playing girls' sports and all this other garbage. And there are states now, like the, you know, sovereign states that they are, trying to do the nullification, banning said things to be happening within their states which is not a bad thing. But I got into a discussion with someone because it started off with a post that I saw about a progressive on this post that said, I'm a screaming liberal and I I agree with the decision, meaning to ban the transgender athletes. I agree with the decision. Cis boys and cis girls, I don't know what cis actually means, but whatever, are physically built different and it changes some of the hormones used for gender reassignment, but not enough. It would be cool if someone did an actual study based on fact, not just opinion. I'd start with marathons. Men usually with overall uh, win the overall race when all things are even and everyone starts the same. Okay, you know what? I can agree with that. Absolutely. But there was a post underneath it that just got me. And it takes it to another level to me of not just stupid, but sick and bordering on needing to be thrown in jail for child abuse. Because I can't take it anymore. And I love how Mark Walters, the Armed American Radio, he talks about angry Mark coming out. I've been very angry today, and I really don't want angry Andy or mad angry or um, very upset angry or uh, raging Andy to come out of the closet here because I just I can't deal. Here's what the comment was. They say they aren't different, not at those ages. And if it's that big of a deal, then we should be focused on getting trans children hormone blockers to prevent the development of secondary male sex characteristics. Meaning at the ages of middle school or younger, if they feel they're different and they want to compete in the sports, they're actually not that different. All we need to do is give them the hormone blockers to prevent puberty so that way they don't develop differently, so that way they're all the same and we can actually do it. And this is totally cool. Now, I thought it was legitimately a joke. I really did. And I posted, I said, you're joking, right? With like three question marks. You're joking. Because talking about giving the hormone blockers to children, children, late elementary, middle school students, children, giving them hormone blockers is the sickest and I, this is not an attack on individuals who feel different. I'm, it's sad we have to give this disclaimer here, but it's not an attack on anyone who feels different, anyone who feels trans, anyone who feels like they're the opposite gender. That's not the point that we're making here. If you are an adult and you feel that way, do whatever the hell you want to. I don't care all the power to you. Just don't expect me to try and uh, you know uh, talk to you in a certain manner because if you're a male and you want me to treat you like a female, I'm not going to. You're a dude and I will treat you as such. If you're a female, I, you're a female, I would treat you as such. I don't care. You do. You can live your life however you want to. 
but giving hormone blockers to children is absolutely probably the sickest, vile, illegal, irresponsible thing that a parent or guardian or an adult should ever do in their entire life. And we went on this entire thing about um, uh, uh, forcing children to endure puberty when their brain isn't physically designed to go through it is child abuse in their argument. Forcing a child to endure puberty when their brain isn't physically designed to go through that is child abuse. Now, the argument that I made that is the common sense approach to this, at least in my opinion, is that if a child doesn't feel comfortable, doesn't feel right, first off, 90 to 95% of them grow out of that feeling by the time they hit puberty, they grow older, they get into their late teens or early 20s, and then they're fine and they go about their life. And they, the ones that did do the hormone blockers and the treatments and all the different manipulations later on in their life regret those said things because they realized that it was just a phase that they went through as an adolescence because what adolescence knows exactly what the hell they want to do. But they say that their brain isn't physically designed to go through that and therefore they shouldn't have to go through that puberty. I, I mean, I just don't understand. How does that make any sense in any way, shape, or form? If the body has the chromosomes and you're that gender, then if they don't feel that way, feeling does not change what they actually are. Feeling is just a feeling. It's not the actual biological make makeup or breakdown of what they are. So that means it's a mental thing we need to address, not creating a world to embrace the mental thing that they have. And I'm not knocking it by any way, shape, or form. I'm not calling someone mental or calling someone, you know, a, a freak or anything. All I'm saying is the fact that there's a mental chemical imbalance that's making them feel different. Shouldn't we try to pursue that path before we do something as drastic as hormone blockers? Because when we come back, they themselves are the ones that shared me a study from the Mayo Clinic about puberty blockers, about hormone blockers, and what they do. And we'll talk about that when we come back. I'm telling you, I'm livid. I'm trying to keep the lid on this because this is absolute illegal child abuse that should be punished. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information 
at whosyourreason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites, YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at whosyourreason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour, radio and TV, plus the live streaming. The fastest hour of radio on radio as we're all over the place. Thanks for joining us today. I'm trying to keep it cool. I'm trying to stay calm today. But these individuals, man, I tell you what, there's, there's sick individuals in the world. And it's again, it's not an attack on individuals who just feel trans or feel different. I don't care. I don't care. But children, the abuse on children... So this discussion that I was having on social media, and I know we got just a few minutes to kind of wrap this conversation up, but the discussion I was having on social media with this individual saying that that the brain is not capable of going through the puberty of that body because they don't feel right in that body and so on and so forth. So we're talking about young teens, preteens, and then going into their teenage years, which, again, name an adolescent that actually knew what was going to go on in life. Name an adolescent that knew what they were going to do in their entire life. Uh, Again, 90 to 95% of these individuals that feel different at that time grow out of that phase by the time after they hit puberty and then they grow up and actually move on. But right now we have parents and children, we have parents and teachers and adults that want to use these children and abuse these children for their own political statements, to be playing the victim status, to try and gain some attention for their own political and social experiments. And it's absolutely sick. So during this conversation, They sent me, I asked him, I said, all right, you know what? If you say there's science, that this is a normal thing, that this is cool, you know me. I'm the voice of reason. I'm the guy that tries to break things down in a common sense, reasonable manner and break down issues to where we all can understand them and it makes sense for everybody and we can move forward. And even if I disagree with a statement from somebody, I can at least understand the thought process. I've always been that way. I love to learn. I love to read. I love to be knowledgeable and I love to understand. I may not always agree, but I want to understand it. So they sent me a link from the Mayo Clinic. All right, cool. You know what? A reputable source, the Mayo Clinic. It's a big, that's a big network. That's a big medical industry. They sent me an article, pu- uh, pu- uh, pubertal, pubertal blockers for transgender and gender diverse youth. And they talk about what it does, where the primary sex characteristics, meaning the, the organs at birth, and then the secondary characteristics based on the physical changes during puberty. And blocking those things with these puberty blockers improves mental well-being, reduces depression and anxiety, improves social interaction with integration with other kids. It, it's all right here. This is all the psychological stuff. All it does is just make you feel better about who you are. That's all it does. Now, here's the negative side of it. The consequences is that by doing this, you have to go through weight gain, hot flashes, headaches, and then you also have to go in because of long-term effects of future fertility problems and bone density problems. And that's when I lost it. That's when I got beyond angry. Just the rage, the passion, the heartbreak that children are having to go through this, that jerk adults and that jerk parents 
would put their kids through this for some type of political BS or some type of political uh, some type of political experiment or social experiment for them to play the victim and raise them up to be some sort of victim status in society or whatever to get special attention, whatever it is, because they say that their eight year old doesn't feel comfortable in their shoes or in their body, that they're going to give them these hormone blockers, these puberty blockers that are going to cause bone density issues and fertility issues to where 40 years down the road, that kid's not going to be able to stand on their own two feet and everything they bumped into is going to shatter their bones and they're not going to be able to have children, either a boy or a girl, because of fertility issues, because of these hormone blockers, because the body wasn't able to evolve and grow and have puberty and actually grow up in a natural process. That you are screwing up the kids for today's emotional reaction for something that could be temporary 95% of the time and screw them up with their body 95% of the time down the road later on. That's a problem to me. And because of garbage like this, we have a screwed up society to where we get to play the victim, and now it's a popular, cool, hip thing that we need to praise, and we need to hold up on this pedestal, and we need to focus on and make everybody try to pander to it when it's a serious issue that we need to address. But now they're worried about being able to play sports and women's athletics. It's sick to me. It, It drives me nuts. It's been bothering me all day, and the fact that children have to go through this breaks my heart. It should be illegal, and parents and adults that advocate for this should be thrown in jail for child abuse. Just throwing it out there. Marianne Mendoza, she's going to be joining us, talking to us about illegal immigration when we come back. Stay here. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time. As we are all over the place, all over the country, radio and TV, which I do have some exciting news here in the next week or so. Hopefully uh, some more affiliates jumping on board with the radio program. So uh, awesome there. Plus another TV network looking at us as well. You can find our live stream. All over our social media at Hoosier Reason. That's no I in Hoosier, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. You can find us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, also on the parlor and on our website at HoosierReason.com, plus the new OurFreedomBook.com, the new social media that's like Facebook, but they don't try to silence us, which is pretty awesome. So you can find us all over there as well. I got that out of my system. I feel better. I had to vent today because I've been bottling that up all day long, and now I'm ready to rock and roll, and it's awesome. Although... Uh, the next topic still pretty frustrating as well as we look and see what the latest is and what's trending today. 
What's trending today? What's trending today is that there is some new legislation in Washington, D.C. They've been considering for a while now, especially with the Democrat-run both chambers plus the presidency, uh, offering Democrats for the immigration bill, including citizenship path for illegal aliens. Uh, and that's about to go to the House uh, for a vote. And as we talk about the massive amount of illegal aliens coming across the border and going to the border and the caravans that are coming along, I just saw a post from just a couple hours ago from former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. From He's based right out of here in the state of Kansas. Actually, a little fun story for you if you haven't heard and if you're not from this area. Uh, the uh, Mike Pompeo, before he was CIA director and before he was Secretary of State, was our congressman right here in the Wichita area in South Central Kansas. And we used to interview him, I don't know, every couple of weeks. And then we got him on a couple of times as Secretary of State for the local program and now for this national program. So uh, we got to get him back on depending on where he lands. I know he's working for some think tank or something now. Uh, with the rumors of him running for office, at some different level sometime relatively soon, but he posted on Twitter just a couple hours ago over 100,000 migrants attempted to illegally cross the southern border just last month. The hashtag Biden border crisis is bigger than our border. It's a national security issue. So to talk about all this and more, we're excited to have on the program. She is the founder of angelfamilies.org. She's also an advi- She was an advisor on Women for Trump as well during the election, and she's a consultant on the We Build the Wall project as well. Marianne Mendoza with us here. Marianne, how are you, my friend? I'm great. How are you doing? Hey, I am living the dream. I really appreciate you coming on the program. It's a it's a scary time. I remember the first, what was it, three, four, five months when Trump got into office in 2016 uh, or 2017 when he took office, and the first few months, they, there was a massive story, I'll never forget this, where the media reported that Illegal alien crossings at the southern border dropped by 80% because of the rhetoric right. that Trump was talking about on the campaign trail. And when he got in, illegal activity, illegal crossings dropped by 80%. Now we're seeing in 2021, the first month and a half of the Biden administration, we have over 3,000 children in these detention centers. We have border crossings at record highs right now. Caravans are on the way nonstop. What the heck's going on here? Well, there's actually over 7,000 children, um, unaccompanied minors who are, you know, in the government, you know, detention centers and whatnot. All of these things that everybody was screaming about during Trump's administration, of course, they've re-implemented them at top speed. I mean, it's over the top. It's overwhelming. The amount of unaccompanied children coming and being trafficked by the cartel is sickening, to say the least. We've got an administration who's aiding, abetting, and harboring illegal aliens in our country. And um, they are completely going against the oath they took to protect American citizens. This open border fiasco, this crisis that is happening, is not only affecting the health and safety of Americans, it's affecting the health and safety of these illegals, and um, stopping the sovereignty of our country, and they are also going to be affecting our economy. They're coming for your American jobs, and they will be getting American rights that they aren't entitled to. And it's it's so much more than what you're just hearing on the news. It, the trickle-down effect is going to have devastating effects on our country. Well, all over the place. I mean, I'd like to know where the rhetoric came from from when Donald Trump was in when they were just caging children. We're just we're throwing them in cages. We're separating them from their families. We're caging children and we're killing them off. Now we're just, oh, they're just uh, facilities where we're trying to house them while we try and figure out what to do. Uh, it, nothing's changed. In fact, we just built a new facility. Why the rhetoric change here? This is what they wanted, isn't it? 
that this is exactly what um, Joe Biden, you know, his message was throughout his campaign. And now we have a Congress and a Senate who are following through on his campaign promises, putting the legislation through to basically erase American rights and put these people in positions to be voting for our federal election in our federal elections. They are giving them all of the taxpayer benefits that we pay for for the trouble times that we may have as Americans and need need the help. And they've now um, enacted FEMA, which is basically there to prevent disasters and to recover from these disasters. And we have an administration that is actually creating the disaster that FEMA has now been brought in to, um, you know, cover up the crimes that this administration is, is committing. And ultimately, us as taxpayers are going to be responsible for every expense of the FEMA response to this crisis. And it's just piling up and piling up to what country our children our grandchildren are going to be responsible for yeah it's unbelievable i mean it's a crisis that fema unfortunately has to get into that you're absolutely right we have to pay for i also heard that the covid19 relief package that just passed as well with many individuals so excited about that 1400 check uh for themselves that within that bill as well also wipes out student loan debt for illegal aliens as well is that true yes and you know when you stop and think about it andrew if these illegals are getting $1,400 checks, the majority of them come over the border owing the cartel money. So that money will probably go to their debts to the cartel. So now our elected officials are forcing us as taxpayers to fund a terrorist organization in, in, in Mexico. This cartel is so sophisticated now, these cartel fractions. They have wristbands that they put on these people. Different colors represent a different fraction of the cartel who is smuggling these people. They have numbers on their uh, wristbands. They are all put into a database. They have the phone numbers of their family members back in their home countries. So if they don't continue paying off their debt to the cartel, they will go to their home countries and kidnap and harm their family members. We have a cartel, a terrorist organization, more in control of what's going on on our border than the U.S. government does right now. How did we let it get to this point? We know that the cartels ran Mexico for a very long time. I mean, you can see, obviously, when a refugee, coming in as a refugee, you're not allowed to jump through like three different countries. You go to the country next to you and say, I need help because I need to get away from this. But yet we see caravans coming from uh, you know Central America all the way through three different countries, up through Mexico, through a nice little train that they get to ride, and then come to our border and try and claim refugee and asylum status which just is not the way the system works how did the mexican cartel that's down there get infiltrated so much into the u.s that we can't do anything about this oh they're so much more powerful they're 100 miles into arizona you know we've got 300 miles along the arizona border that is unsecured maybe in some places there's barbed wire most of the areas are wide open and so when you have secretary mayorkas getting on TV and lying to the American people saying our borders are secure. He's lying. Our borders are not secure. He may be talking about points of entry, but that's not where the cartel is bringing these people over. It's to all the unsecured areas. There's video, you know, on Twitter and on Facebook of a whole line of people on a hill in Mexico and a raft going back and forth bringing these people over. There's video of it happening. 1,100 of those people were caught in southern Texas um, by patrol and because everybody was complaining there's people running through their neighborhoods in between their homes and so Mayorkas is absolutely lying this administration does not have a grip on this they don't know what they're doing and this is done on purpose they're allowing a foreign invasion they're committing treason against American people by allowing a foreign invasion into our country they will become wards of the American taxpayers and they are talking about defunding the police, and they're talking about taking our guns away. This is a huge plan that they've had in, in 
the planning stages for many, many years. And we've got to stand up now. This is the time that we have to stand up and stop this from happening. Yeah. We can't allow this. I mean, there are so many illegal, I mean, they're all unvetted. Nobody knows their criminal background. And it's article after article that I'm being sent to me that it's, you know, criminals that have already been um, um, charged with rape and murder and all sorts of things that were deported out of our country. And they're coming in amongst these family units. And they're amongst these unaccompanied minors who are coming. Yeah. And our administration is encouraging modern-day slavery is what they're doing. <laughs> We're talking with Miriam Mendoza, founder of the angelfamilies.org. Plus, she was an advisor, uh, advisory board for Women for Trump and on the Build the Wall Foundation. we got just about a minute before we have to take a break, so let's kind of tease this going into the next segment. But uh, the bill that's in Washington, D.C., I want to talk about when we come back. But states, states' rights, state sovereignty, can the states like the state of Texas, like the state of Arizona, like New Mexico, can they do something about this? Can they take matters into their own hands, use the National Guard at their own statewide level to enforce the border and say, we can't allow this to happen to our own state? Governor Abbott is doing it. You know, unfortunately, we've got a governor in Arizona who doesn't have a backbone and won't stand up to this. Um, you know, we had anti-sanctuary um legislation going through here in Arizona, but our governor backed down and bowed down to the Chamber of Commerce because they don't want that. They want the cheap labor. They want all those sort of things that is detrimental not only to those people coming over our border to be abused, but it's detrimental to American safety. You know, my son was an integral part of a community. He was a police officer, and he was very well respected and loved and liked, and he was tragically killed in 2014 by a repeat illegal alien criminal who was allowed to stay in our country. We've got a Department of Justice and, and judges all over this country who bar- barely give a slap on the wrist to illegal criminals and allow them back out into our communities. And that is also happening in every anti-sanctuary, I mean, in every sanctuary city, state, and county in our country. They slap them on the wrist and let them back out into our into our communities. Rapists, murderers, they don't care. Yeah. No, and now they're not allowed to deport them, according to the latest legislation from Biden, as well as some of the executive orders repealing some of the Trump policies, as well as take a break. When we come back, we're talking with Marianne Mendoza. You can find her online at mommendoza480.com. That's M-A-Mendoza480.com is the blog. You can check all that stuff out, plus angelfamilies.org. When we come back, let's talk about this new bill in D.C. What would it do giving amnesty? How would that change the... Um, way we do things here in the United States and how we go about trying to reverse some of this as well and get back on track because this is a mess that we have to address right now. It's The Voice of Reason. It's a pre-Friday celebration. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. 
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I cannot believe the show's almost over already. It goes by way too fast. Way too fast. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a pre-Friday celebration. There's a lot that I've wanted to get to and haven't had a chance to, so we'll get to it today or tomorrow as well. Don't you worry. We're talking with Marianne Mendoza as we talk about the illegal alien issue down at the border. And Marianne, let's talk about the bill in washington dc right now if this bill passes which you know who knows right now with the democrat run house the democrat run senate the the democrats in the presidency which i thought you know they tried to tell us that joe biden was like a moderate middle of the road kind of guy just you know good old middle class joe is what they always used to call him in the senate and he was he wasn't going to be the extreme progressive like what they really wanted um but that's obviously not the case as we just passed the largest progressive bill in u.s history with the covid19 relief package now we're looking at this plus as you mentioned with the defunding of law enforcement with the attack on the second amendment right now trying to get rid of your firearms essentially we're going to be helpless across the nation but if this bill passes and happened what what would happen to the nation if this bill actually went through well, you know, the bill talks about 11 million illegals that they're going to be giving the amnesty to. Um, that's not a correct figure. It's more like 25 to 28 million who are already here. And it also talked about they had to physically be in our country by January 1st, 2021. And look at how many they are allowing over the border since uh, January 20th. I mean, you know, and it was happening even before that. So they're adding to it and adding to it. And what they're doing is they're busing these people and placing these people in areas that are red. And it is going to change the political landscape to where the Democrats will have a stranglehold on this country forever. And this is basically what this amnesty bill is about. I've heard, you know, enough from Andy Biggs and, diff- and Paul Gozar and different um, representatives there in Congress that there aren't a lot of Democrats that realize this isn't the right way to go. And this is really a slap in the face to our legal immigrants who come here legally the right way. And they just allow these people to jump the line and just be, be handed this amnesty. It's not right. You know, somebody who crossed the border, um, you know, even if, even if it was true, if they had to be in the country by January 1st, crossed the border December 29th of 2020, we don't know who they are or what they're here for. And it's not just people from Mexico and Central America. There are people from all over the world. There were just 11 men who were on a terrorist, with their countries on the terrorist watch list, yeah. who were caught crossing the border. So this is about national security, folks. I mean, this is not just about, you know, angel families. Of course, it's about the safety of American citizens. But this is a humanitarian crisis for these people being brought over the border. Every unaccompanied 
minor who's coming here, they will be able to petition this administration to bring their families. You know, the 585 people or children that this administration was saying was still in the custody of the government, unaccompanied minors, uh, unaccompanied minors under Trump, they, they said that 545 of them, DHS had gotten a hold of, the parents didn't want them back in their home countries. Because they knew Biden, you know, they knew that he was going to be in office. This was already going to, whatever fraud they needed to do, they were going to get him in there. And so now Biden is reuniting those children with their families here in the United States. Right. So every unaccompanied minor children who is cross, crossing our borders, they will be able to petition the United States to bring their mother, father, two, three, five siblings from their home country here. It's chain migration, folks. And it's going to be catastrophic damage to this country. It really takes the idea of the anchor baby discussion, which I remember we used to have just a couple of years ago of coming over pregnant, having the kid. Now it's a U.S. citizen. Oh, I can't leave anymore, you know, because of the anchor baby, which, by the way, is unconstitutional. No, it's not protected by the Constitution. But it's really taking that mindset to a way crazy fringe extreme level, isn't it? Just coming here while you're a child now, well, you can't go anywhere. I mean, we got to take care of you because you came from a bad situation, so now we're going to give you amnesty. But now, I mean, you can't be here by yourself. You're not going to go through the foster care program, so I guess we just need to bring your family over here. This is anchor baby level times 10. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's going to be so devastating to this country and our communities, bringing these people in who have nothing and it's going to be straining every community that they're dropping these people off. Um, Gila Bend, which is a very small community in Arizona, the mayor was speaking out saying he was told by the government they'd be dropping anywhere from 100 to 1,000 um, immigrants, illegals, into their community. They would have to COVID test them. They would have to take care of any problems, provide for them. That community doesn't have the resources to do it. And so this is what's hitting Texas and Arizona. And... Um, you know, it's coming to a town near you or coming to your community because they have to spread these people all over the, the country. Yeah. You know, not every small community in Arizona or Texas can handle all of this. So they're putting them on buses. Even though they're COVID positive, they're putting them on buses. They're talking about the next wave of COVID. Our administration is actually creating this for us because they're, they're bringing happen. all of these people. And, and yeah. they're doing it strategically. Marianne Mendoza, uh, make sure to check it out, angelfamilies.org, plus her website as well, and on social media. Marianne, it's great to have you on the program. I appreciate it very much. Let's do this again real soon. Yes, we will. Thank you so much. Hey, appreciate it very much. Inter interesting stuff you need to be aware of, and we appreciate that very much. We'll do it again tomorrow to wrap up the week. Until then, be your own voice of reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a great Thursday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.